Hello, welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you've joined us on our journey through the Bible in a year. If you'd like a roadmap of where we've been and where we're going, you can download a copy of the reading plan from blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. The translation I'm reading from is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, what are you waiting for? Why not do that now? Just click on subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. This is Day 100. Today, we're reading from the first book of Samuel. 1 Samuel, chapters 9 through 12. Now there was a man of Benjamin, whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zeror, the son of Bekoroth, the son of Aphiah, the son of a Benjamite, a mighty man of valor. He had a son whose name was Saul, an impressive young man, and there was not among the children of Israel a more handsome person than he. From his shoulders and upward, he was taller than any of the people. The donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. Kish said to Saul his son, Now take one of the servants with you and arise. Go look for the donkeys. He passed through the hill country of Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalisha, but they didn't find them. Then they passed through the land of Sha'alim, and they weren't there. Then he passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they didn't find them. When they had come to the land of Zoph, Saul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let's return, lest my father stop caring about the donkeys and be anxious for us. The servant said to him, Behold now, there is a man of God in this city, and he is a man who is held in honor. All that he says surely happens. Now let's go there. Perhaps he can tell us which way to go. Then Saul said to his servant, But behold, if we go, what should we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our sacks, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What do we have? The servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have in my hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of God to tell us our way. In earlier times in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he said, Come, let's go to the seer, for he who is now called a prophet was before called a seer. Then Saul said to his servant, Well said, Come, let's go. So they went to the city where the man of God was. As they went up the ascent to the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said to them, Is the seer here? They answered them and said, He is. Behold, he is before you. Hurry now, for he has come today into the city, for the people have a sacrifice today in the high place. As soon as you have come into the city, you will immediately find him before he goes up to the high place to eat, for the people will not eat until he comes, because he blesses the sacrifice. Afterwards, those who are invited eat. Now therefore go up, for at this time you will find him. They went up to the city. As they came within the city, behold, Samuel came out toward them to go up to the high place. 
Now the Lord had revealed to Samuel a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow, about this time, I will send you a man out of the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him to be prince over my people Israel. He will save my people out of the hand of the Philistines, for I have looked upon my people, because their cry has come to me. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, Behold, the man of whom I spoke to you, he will have authority over my people. Then Saul approached Samuel in the gateway and said, Please tell me where the seer's house is. Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, for you are to eat with me today. In the morning I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. As for your donkeys who were lost three days ago, don't set your mind on them, for they have been found. For whom does all Israel desire? Is it not you and all your father's house? Saul answered, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family is the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin. Why then do you speak to me like this? Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the guest room and made them sit in the best place among those who were invited, who were about thirty persons. Samuel said to the cook, Bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said to you, set it aside. The cook took up the thigh and that which was on it, and set it before Saul. Samuel said, Behold, that which has been reserved. Set it before yourself and eat, because it has been kept for you for the appointed time. For I said, I have invited the people. So Saul ate with Samuel that day. When they had come down from the high place into the city, he talked with Saul on the housetop. They arose early, and about daybreak, Samuel called to Saul on the housetop, saying, Get up, that I may send you away. Saul arose, and they both went outside, he and Samuel together. As they were going down at the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to go on ahead of us. He went ahead. Then Samuel said, But stand still first, that I may cause you to hear God's message. Then Samuel took the vial of oil and poured it on his head, then kissed him and said, Hasn't the Lord anointed you to be prince over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today, then you will find two men by Rachel's tomb on the border of Benjamin at Zelzah. They will tell you, The donkeys which you went to look for have been found, and behold, your father has stopped caring about the donkeys and is anxious for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then you will go on forward from there, and you will come to the oak of Tabor. Three men will meet you there going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three young goats, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a container of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hand. After that, You will come to the hill of God, where the garrison of the Philistines is, and it will happen when you have come there to the city that you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the high place with a lute, a tambourine, a pipe, 
and a harp before them, and they will be prophesying. Then the Lord's Spirit will come mightily on you, then you will prophesy with them, and will be turned into another man. Let it be, when these signs have come to you, that you do what is appropriate for the occasion, for God is with you. Go down ahead of me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down to you to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Wait seven days until I come to you and show you what you are to do. It was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs happened that day. When they came there to the hill, behold, a band of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came mightily on him, and he prophesied among them. When all who knew him before saw that, behold, he prophesied with the prophets, then the people said to one another, What is this that is come to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? One from the same place answered, Who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? When he had finished prophesying, he came to the high place. Saul's uncle said to him and to his servant, Where did you go? He said, To seek the donkeys. When we saw that they were not found, we came to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, Please tell me what Samuel said to you. Saul said to his uncle, He told us plainly that the donkeys were found. But concerning the matter of the kingdom of which Samuel spoke, he didn't tell him. Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mizpah, and he said to the children of Israel, The Lord, the God of Israel, says, I brought Israel up out of Egypt, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all the kingdoms that oppressed you. But you have today rejected your God, who himself saves you out of all your calamities and your distresses. And you have said to him, No, set a king over us. Now therefore, present yourselves before the Lord, by your tribes and by your thousands. So Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was chosen. He brought the tribe of Benjamin near by their families, and the family of the Matrites was chosen. Then Saul, the son of Kish, was chosen. But when they looked for him, he could not be found. Therefore they asked of the Lord further, Is there yet a man to come here? The Lord answered, Behold, he has hidden himself among the baggage. They ran and got him there. When he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people, from his shoulders and upward. Samuel said to all the people, Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? that there is no one like him among all the people. All the people shouted and said, Long live the king! Then Samuel told the people the regulations of the kingdom, and wrote it in a book, and laid it up before the Lord. Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. Saul also went to his house in Gibeah, and the army went with him, whose hearts God had touched. But certain worthless fellows said, How could this man save us? They despised him and brought him no tribute, 
but he held his peace. Then Nahash the Ammonite came up and encamped against Jabesh-Gilead, and all the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Make a covenant with us, and we will serve you. Nahash the Ammonite said to them, On this condition I will make it with you, that all your right eyes be gouged out. I will make this dishonor all Israel. The elders of Jabesh said to him, Give us seven days that we may send messengers to all the borders of Israel. And then, if there is no one to save us, we will come out to you. Then the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul and spoke these words in the ears of the people. Then all the people lifted up their voice and wept. Behold, Saul came following the oxen out of the field, and Saul said, What ails the people that they weep? They told him of the words of the men of Jabesh. God's spirit came mightily on Saul when he heard those words, and his anger burned hot. He took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces, sent them throughout all the borders of Israel by the hand of messengers, saying, Whoever doesn't come out after Saul and after Samuel, so shall it be done to his oxen. The dread of the Lord fell on the people and they came out as one man. He counted them in Bezek, and the children of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah thirty thousand. They said to the messengers who came, Tell the men of Jabesh-Gilead, Tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot, you will be rescued. The messengers came and told the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out to you, and you shall do with us all that seems good to you. On the next day, Saul put the people in three companies, and they came into the middle of the camp in the morning watch, and struck the Ammonites until the heat of the day. Those who remained were scattered, so that no two of them were left together. The people said to Samuel, Who is he who said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring those men, that we may put them to death. Saul said, No man shall be put to death today, for today the Lord has rescued Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, let's go to Gilgal and renew the kingdom there. All the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. There they offered sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord. And there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Samuel said to all Israel, Behold, I have listened to your voice in all that you said to me, and have made a king over you. Now behold, the king walks before you. I am old and gray-headed. Behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth to this day. Here I am. Witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Whose donkey have I taken? Whom have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Of whose hand have I taken a bribe to make me blind my eyes? I will restore it to you. They said, You have not defrauded us nor oppressed us, neither have you taken anything from anyone's hand. He said to them, The Lord is witness against you, 
and his anointed is witness today that you have not found anything in my hand. They said, He is witness. Samuel said to the people, It is the Lord who appointed Moses and Aaron and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore, stand still, that I may plead with you before the Lord concerning all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you and to your fathers. When Jacob had come into Egypt, and your fathers cried to the Lord, then the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt, and made them to dwell in this place. But they forgot the Lord their God, and he sold them into the hand of Sisera, captain of the army of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. They cried to the Lord, saying, We have sinned, because we have forsaken the Lord, and have served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. But now, deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, and we will serve you. The Lord sent Jeroboam, Bedan, Jephthah, and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and you lived in safety. When you saw that Nahash, the king of the children of Ammon, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. Now therefore, see the king whom you have chosen and whom you have asked for. Behold, the Lord has set a king over you. If you will fear the Lord and serve him and listen to his voice and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then both you and also the king who reigns over you are followers of the Lord your God. But if you will not listen to the Lord's voice, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the Lord's hand will be against you, as it was against your fathers. Now therefore stand still, and see this great thing which the Lord will do before your eyes. Isn't it wheat harvest today? I will call to the Lord, that he may send thunder and rain, and you will know and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the Lord's sight, in asking for a king. So Samuel called to the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day. Then all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. All the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to the Lord your God that we not die, for we have added to all our sins this evil, to ask for a king. Samuel said to the people, Don't be afraid. You have indeed done all this evil, yet don't turn away from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Don't turn away to go after vain things which can't profit or deliver, for they are vain. For the Lord will not forsake his people, for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. But I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart. For consider what great things he has done for you. But if you keep doing evil, you will be consumed, both you 
and your king. Father God, thank you for your word and thank you for your faithfulness. May we always recognize that you are our king and we serve you alone. You have set authority in place and we recognize the positions of authority and don't rebel against them. But we follow you first and foremost. Help us to be faithful, Father, as you are faithful. Amen. You can find Meditating the Word on your favorite podcast platform, on YouTube, and on Facebook. If you are listening to this on one of the many podcast platforms, you'll find links in the notes to all of our other locations. It's my goal to encourage others to strengthen their Christian walk through daily reading God's Word. You can help by sharing this podcast and by rating and reviewing it. Can you believe we've been reading the Bible together for 100 days now? Thank you for joining me and know that I'm praying for you as we journey through the Bible together. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.